Hi, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. I love that this episode is releasing on 11.11. I'm obsessed with 11.11. I see it all the time. I actually bought a property in Austin that has the address 11.11. It has always been a significant number for me, and I know it's a significant number for a lot of you. 11 in numerology is the most intuitive of all numbers. It's associated with awakening, initiation, psychic ability, and keeping the faith. So 1111 in numerology carries all these influences multiplied. And a lot of you are like me. You believe in signs and symbols. I definitely think the universe is always communicating to us. And when we notice certain numbers, like if you always seem to look at the clock at 1111 or 111, or you're on the treadmill and you happen to look down when you're at 1111 on the timing, that's a number that may tend to stick out to you. If this makes no sense to you and you feel like it's a bunch of woo-woo hooey stuff, I'll be finished with it in just a minute. But for those of you who are into it, a few other things I want to tell you about 11.11. When you see 11.11, it's a reminder from your angel's guide or spirit, whatever you want to call it, to check in, to stop for a moment, to remember that we are all one and to stay positive and really tune into the call of awakening Like I was saying before, 1111 represents intuition, creativity, genius, refinement, fulfillment, and seeing 1111 repeatedly is working to awaken you to expressing these qualities in your own life. It's really a call to raise your vibration, shine your light, get to work on your purpose, really step into your full potential and live as the spiritual being that you are. We're all spiritual beings having a human experience. So that's my little bit on 1111s. You can Google it for more information. I want to know what your favorite number is. Send me a note in the show notes or hit me up on Instagram. And if you see a number repeatedly and you're not sure what it is or a series of numbers, just just Google it. You know, we can Google everything these days and see what it means in numerology, see what the angel meaning is and see if there's a message from the universe that is awaiting you. Okay. So I spent last weekend at an event called the Summit Series. I got to hear speakers like Brene Brown, Shonda Rhimes, who's the creator of Scandal and How I Got Away with Murder and so many other amazing shows. Reed Hastings, the CEO and founder of Netflix. Quincy Jones, he needs no explanation. Jane Fonda, Marion Williamson, Jeff Bezos, the founder and CEO of Amazon. Dave Asbury, Brian Grazer, who's a major Emmy and award-winning producer, Tim Ferriss, Malcolm Gladwell, and many more just phenomenal people. A little bit later in this episode, I'm going to share a few highlights and takeaways I got from some of them. But first, I want to share something vulnerable about what I don't like about events like this that I hope will be useful. But before I do, I want to bring your attention to something. Many of you have heard about my signature retreat. This is a retreat that I've been teaching since, gosh, 2009, and it's a two and a half day retreat, a Friday through Saturday afternoon. It's the most powerful work that I do with people in a short amount of time. We've had hundreds of women go through it. They leave looking physically different on Sunday. And I'm sorry, guys, this one is just for the ladies. The thing about this retreat this year is this is the last year I'm going to be teaching it fully. I am training some amazing facilitators to start to take this retreat over so we can offer it more times throughout the year and so that more people can do it. And this is the last year that 
I exclusively am going to be teaching. So if you want to come experience this powerful work and you want to experience it for the last time with me as the sole facilitator, then I highly, 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 highly recommend that you register soon. It's March 9th through 11 outside the Los Angeles area. It's in a retreat center that we rent about an hour and a half outside of LA. So you fly into LAX if you don't live here. Email jill at christinehassler.com if you're interested so we can get your application in and so that we can save you a spot. It will fill up quick. We only take about 20 people. Again, email jill at christinehassler.com for more information and to apply. Now back to what I was going to share with you about my not so favorite parts of events like the Summit Series. Now, this is not a bash against Summit. Let me tell you what Summit is. It's an incredible group. They create unique gatherings and events designed to catalyze entrepreneurship, creative achievement, and global change to create a more joyful world. So awesome organization. They throw great events. I'm just sharing what's personally difficult for me. So first of all, massive crowd. There were, I think, 4,000 people there. And there's definitely like the party element of it. There's there's alcohol being served. Things go on until like 5 a.m. And since there is free alcohol being served, well, you have to pay to go to the event, but then the alcohol is free. So I think people drink more because you pay a lot to go to the event. So they want to take advantage of it. There's just a lot of drinking that goes on, which is fine. And I used to judge myself for not liking that part, you know, not liking the party part. And I just would blame it on my own shortcomings or my own insecurities. I thought once I got over my old middle school issues of feeling like I don't belong, that I would love being part of big groups and huge social scenes. And once I felt more confident and free inside myself, I'd be able to party like a rock star and socialize until sunrise. But what I've learned is how to distinguish from triggers and preferences. Yes, I used to have a trigger to large social situations because I did feel really, really insecure. I would not go to big things. And when I did, I felt miserable because I was either avoiding things that made me feel uncomfortable while longing to be there, major FOMO, or putting myself in situations where I just felt and probably looked either awkward or bitchy because when I feel uncomfortable inside myself, my walls can go up and it can be misinterpreted as bitch when really I was just a scared little tween girl inside. But now that I've healed so much of that and feel more comfortable in my own skin, my experience of these kinds of things is very different. I still do not love massive crowds and social situations. It's simply not a preference. I prefer smaller groups and deeper conversations. And if I'm going to go be in a large crowd, I want it to be at something like a Coldplay concert, which I recently went to, which was amazing, where you feel that collective focus and group energy coming together. I can definitely do small talk in large crowds, but I, I don't love it. It kind of drains me and I've made that okay. I no longer pressure myself to work a room and meet as many people as possible. I really laser in on the people that I am aligned with, the people that I have synchronicity with, and just get to know them and have deep conversations with them. I no longer have FOMO when I see it, other people staying out late and socializing when I want to go home and get a good night's sleep so I can wake up and meditate and work out in the morning. I love that they love staying out late and I love that I love waking up early and feeling good. Plus, I'm pretty sensitive energetically. Actually, I think we all are. Some of us just are more aware of it. And like I said, I get drained with huge groups and lots of output. 
My body and soul need to recharge and I've made self-care more important than caring what other people think. So I'll tell you a funny story. There was one guy I met who was flirting with me a bit and he kept offering me a drink. P.S. Like I said, the drinks were free. He kept offering so much so that it became more of an an insistence that I drink, not really an offer. I continued to politely decline, but what I really wanted to say and would have said had a friend not come and whisk me away was, what makes you doubt your ability to charm me sober? I mean, really, if you need to get me buzzed for me to like you, (laughs) then you got some work to do. Ah, bless his heart, as we say in Texas. If he had just been real with me himself, asked me questions about my life, I would have been super engaged, but insisting that I do something I didn't feel like doing, sorry, no longer fall for that one. Okay. So now how I want to relate this back to you. I want to give you full permission to honor your preferences, to say no when you don't want to do something, to do what feels good to you to drop FOMO or caring what other people think or try to fit in and honor your preferences. Not only am I giving you permission to say no to things you don't want to do, but also to say no to not being around people you don't want to be around that don't respect your nose. So not only am I giving you permission to say no to what you don't want to do, but also say no to people who don't respect your preferences. You don't have to be around them anymore. Now, at the same time, absolutely be dedicated to cleaning up any limiting judgmental beliefs about yourself and step into full acceptance of who you are. That is the origins of confidence. The more you do that, the more your true preferences will be clear and you'll know when you're not doing something out of fear versus not doing something out of your truth. So as promised, I want to share a few highlights from the speakers, but first let's talk about boots. Yes, boots. It's finally fall. And for the ladies out there, and I guess the guys, you like your boots, boot season has arrived. And if you're still trucking to the mall to shop for your favorite styles, maybe try getting out of the nineties and get with the online times. You can finally be fashionable and time and budget efficient by using justfab.com. Millions of women say that just fab is their go-to site to see what's new and trending in boots, shoes, clothing, and accessories. When you visit the site for the first time, this is really cool. You're given a style quiz after taking it. Just fab personalizes your shopping experience. So your favorite styles will rise straight to the top. You can shop as a guest or become a VIP spoiler alert, becoming a VIP, which I am is the best way to shop. I love being a VIP member because VIPs save up to 30% off retail price and gain access to tons of other exclusive perks. To keep all these benefits, JustFab charges a $40 shopping credit to my account per month that I can use for anything on the site. But guess what? If I don't feel like shopping that month, I just click the skip button and my card isn't charged. Not a bad deal for 30% off every purchase. You'll love being a VIP member. And like I said, all from the comfort of your home. For those of you who don't like massive crowds like me, this is ideal. So go to justfab.com slash over it. That's spelled J-U-S-T-F-A-B.com slash over it and sign up as a VIP. You'll get your first style for as low as $10. You heard that right. Just visit justfab.com slash over it to get your first style for as low as $10. Do it today. Get a head start on that fall and winter wardrobe. 
Now onto some highlights from the speakers. I'm not going to go through all of them, just a few of my personal faves. Okay. First of all, Brene Brown. Oh my gosh. I'm in love with this woman. If anyone has a contact with her, I would freaking love to interview her on Coach's Corner. I'd be so nervous, but I would absolutely love it. So if you know how to get her on the show, I'm sure she gets tons of requests, but wow, would she connect with this audience. She talked about belonging and how we all feel like we don't belong sometimes if not all the time, but the irony is that we belong everywhere because we're all connected. And her new book is called Braving the Wilderness, The Quest for True Belonging and the Courage to Stand Alone. And I haven't read it yet, but I know just from hearing her speak, it is awesome. So I highly recommend that. She also talked about how we must stop dehumanizing everyone, which basically means even people we believe are wrong. Trump was someone she gave as an example who in many crowds is acceptable to dehumanize, to cut down, to talk bad about, but he is no less human than you or me. Even if you don't agree with him, is it fair to dehumanize any individual? If we're going to heal as a species, we can no longer reinforce the illusion of separation and dehumanization is one of the ways we do that. Then I went to a panel interview with Shonda Rhimes and David Adige, and David is a world-renowned architect. Oh my gosh, I fell in love with this man, both him and Shonda. They talked about the creative process. They shared so much, but one thing I found so interesting is both of them were doing their craft as children. Shonda was telling stories and making up stories at four, and now she's a storyteller on TV. David was always building things. These seeds are in us when we're little. You know, so I ask you, what are the things you love doing? If you're questioning your purpose and your career path, really think about what were the things you absolutely loved, 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 loved doing? And how can those be keys into what your passion is and what your potential purpose is now? Marion Williamson, also there. I actually read one of her most famous passages in my last episode that went up last Wednesday. I think it was episode 113 or 112 either one of those about really stopping your sabotaging behavior and and shining your light. So you may want to go back and listen to that one. And she came and whoa, she preached. (laughs) One of my favorite messages she left us with is that we cannot wait until we feel ready or when it's convenient to make a change or get involved. She encouraged everyone in the room to meditate each day, to listen deeply for your divine assignment, then pray for guidance and action steps, and then get out and do it. Even if you don't feel ready. Then Jane Fonda. Oh my gosh, what a queen. So hilarious, so smart, so enrolling. She's been an activist most of her life. And what I love about her, she does more than just talk about problems. She recently paired up with an amazing woman named Saru Jayaraman. She's an author and advocate for low-wage workers who's bringing awareness to the restaurant industry. Check out her site, rocunited.org. Basically, it trains restaurant workers to move up in the restaurant industry and fights for fair wages. Do you know that only seven states pay salaries to restaurant workers, meaning that the rest of the states in the United States give restaurant workers like the teeniest, teeniest, teeniest amount of money. And these workers rely on tips alone. So the restaurant industry has such a high case of sexual harassment because people tolerate it because the customer's always quote unquote right because they need the money, they need the tips. And there are 12 million restaurant workers. And Saru said 11 million of those are women. So I I love her message. I love her mission. Again, you can go to rocunited.org to learn more. 
So this was just a taste of what I got to experience and learn. If I summarize the entire experience, it would be a really long podcast. So thank you to the Summit Series for curating such a great event. And back to my original message about allowing yourself to have preferences. It's okay. Do not worry about FOMO because here's the deal. Anything you're going to that you don't want to go to, you're just going to go to it with yuck energy. Like it's not going to be fun. So (laughs) you're not going to have anything wonderful come out of it. So really honor your preferences. Let the FOMO go. You're more likely to meet the people you need to meet, attract the opportunities that are most aligned and have the experiences you will truly enjoy if you follow your bliss and your truth and your longing rather than doing the things you think you should or that everybody else seems to be doing or enjoying. For more on this topic of just being you, definitely make sure you get my newsletter and vlog this week. Go to christinehasser.com and sign up because I'm writing about being a unicorn with a Y-O-U and not putting all this pressure on yourself to be extraordinary, but just to be you. In closing for today, are any of you looking to buy a car? When you're looking to buy a car, either new or used, you want to make sure you're getting real pricing on actual inventory. Unfortunately, a lot of times this is not the case. People configure cars online only later to find out they're not available. With True Car, you can easily find the car you want. True Car will show you what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for. Now you know what a fair price is, so you can feel confident. Over 3 million cars have been sold to True Car users by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. There are over 13,000 True Car Certified Dealers nationwide. You will work directly with a certified dealer contact, and True Car users are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with True Car Certified Dealers. And True Car users save an average of over 3,000 off MSRP. So when you're ready to buy, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to Coach's Corner. Enjoy your 11-11. Until next time, wishing you much love and many blessings.